Welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm the resident Spielberg enthusiast, Justin Kizan. Doing things a little differently today. Uh, normally, we, we, we've been going through the order uh, chronologically of Spielberg's films. But uh, in, today, because one was just re- this very weekend released in theaters, we thought it would be a, a, a goddamn crime not to cover it. So today, we're not talking about The Color Purple. We are, in fact, talking about Bridge of Spies. Um, and yeah, let's let's clarify that for a second too. Uh, yeah. Like that's kind of going to be the rule of the show. If yes. for some, you know, like this is the rare, that rare situation where mm-hmm. Spielberg does have a film being released, and we will break off to talk about it and get to be on topic for once, yes. <laughs> to be topical for <laughs> once in the show. Um, but strangely enough, still a historical film. Yes, ironically. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're uh, yeah. Um, Chronological. We did Temple of Doom, so we, we, we're mm-hmm. we're still moving ahead. Yeah, 30, we are. We've moved ahead thirty years <laughs> in real life and in setting. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Bridge of Spies, uh, starring Tom Hanks. Yep. <laughs> Stevie's old buddy Tom. Steve Tommy. Stevie's old buddy Stevie Tommy. And Tommy are back at it again. <laughs> um, it's funny because, like, yeah, this is the first time we're actually going to do. This just came out outside of Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we're doing Spielberg, like, weekend of. Yeah, and we have we'd have no notes. No notes because it's dark in a theater. Mm-hmm. That's not conducive to note taking. Well, also, I'm not an asshole. Like I said before, Jurassic World. I'm not yeah. going to bring a light out and write a notebook. <laughs> yeah. While the couple eating popcorn. I suppose popcorn you next could bring a notebook with no light. And just trust the, yourself <laughs> to keep the line straight. I don't trust myself with yeah. that. Yeah. It will look like a chicken scratch. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't even know. Again, and since it's we're doing us of memory, uh, we won't be doing like complete breakdown. So yeah. let's. Uh, You're a little fresher than I am. When did you I see am. it to tell the audience? I saw it yesterday morning. I saw it Thursday. Mm-hmm. For those not a, today is Sunday. Yeah. So that that's a timeline of events. A couple days. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I didn't hear audio for the first five minutes of the film due oof. to technical difficulties in my theater. Uh, they elected not to start it over, so okay. good on them, I guess. <laughs> You're in weird luck, though, because the first five minutes of the movie are surprisingly very light on dialogue. Yeah, I don't think there was... I, I think they, they brought us in before... I think maybe the bit of that was like, get him, or whatever. Like, like mm-hmm. the subway chase. Yeah. Didn't uh, seem like there was a lot of dialogue there. Uh, okay, so even though we... Actually, ironically, in the Jurassic World episode, we actually did talk about the trailer to the film. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Uh, it's been several months since the the trailer's been released. Mm-hmm. It, before walking to the theater, what was your initial, just, what were you expecting? What were you hoping for the best? Or what were you kind of worried about the most? Uh, I mean, I, I, uh, I'm going to say something controversial mm. that we will get to. Sir, after the ET episode, I don't know if you can get, I don't think anybody would be more shocked at this <laughs> point. <laughs> This is something that I, you know, we'll we'll get to more in depth certainly in later episodes. But uh, I'm not a huge fan of Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks as a team. <laughs> Historically, I have not enjoyed a lot of the films they've made together, and uh, so this I'm, I'm looking at this. It's it's going into another one of those. That mm-hmm. was a concern for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's written by the Coen Brothers, who are my favorite filmmakers of all time. So that so I was real. I didn't know what to expect going at this bad boy. Okay. Cool. How about you? Um, <laughs> uh, I will go into my thoughts on Spielberg and Hanks, but let's just say yeah. I am the opposite of that, suge- <laughs> except for one movie. Ooh. I will not reveal I, what that movie is. Can you reveal it to me? I will reveal it to you post... Yeah, yeah, you guys, sorry guys, you have to wait till that episode, okay. but I will definitely tell Matt after, okay. but there's one movie I I'm going through all the movies. They, I'm going through all the movies they made together, trying we'll, to think we'll, of what that could be. We'll get to that, but you might even... 
if you know my taste of what I don't like about Spielberg's work, you can yeah. probably even figure it out before we get to it. Um, Interesting. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I'm a no. I, I enjoy kind of political thrillers. I yeah. enjoy historical thrillers, yeah. uh, historical drama. So that type of stuff. Like I'm a kind of a sucker for it. I haven't seen them. I haven't sat through one in, a, in quite a while in the theater. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. I was looking forward to it, even though I was like, man, Bridge of Spies, top ten thing I'm looking forward to all 2015. No. Yeah, but I'm like, didn't, didn't oh, I want to see the it. Top 10. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's like, I, I want to see it. Yeah. No, I do like a Cold War setting as well. It seems like very popular this year. Americans increasing fear of the Russians, there's leading a, to more Cold War dramas. I think that kind of makes sense, and I think it, there's a, it's a good, it's good to kind of do with movies like this to kind of in a weird way re- yeah. reflect and have the audience go, hey, hey, remember? Yeah. <laughs> Try to chill. <laughs> Just cool out, guys. Cool out. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what 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 do you what do you think of our old boy Tommy H in this movie? Tommy H, yeah. um, in the film, in this film specifically? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, to quote, uh, I think Drew McQueenie on his uh, review of, for the film uh, on HitFix.com, uh, Tommy H is getting his Atticus Finch on. Yeah. Um, and that's actually the best way to describe this movie. I, I someone asked me what's the British Spies about. I kind of told him like. It's basically to kill a mockingbird. With I believe espionage. our old pal uh, Thommas Willett referred mm-hmm. to this film as To Kill a Commie Bird. It's not bad. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah. And for the first act, that's the movie. It, yeah. it, it echoes To Kill a Mockingbird quite yeah. a bit. Um, and hell, I mean, you almost could argue that could have just been the whole movie. Maybe that could have been the whole movie or the second half could have been the yeah. whole movie and it would have been a more concise experience. But uh, that's the case. Definitely yeah. act one is, is definitely uh, echoes the most of To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, yeah. But let's get into the first scene. The first scene that you sadly lost audio. Yeah. Did we hear anything on the phone when he answers the phone and he just listens? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know because, like I said, there was no audio. Um, so the movie starts with, uh, I think it's Abel. Abel, yeah. Abel is his last name. Abel's Rudolph? Last name. Randolph? Ru- Ran- Ru- let's go back to, Ru- let's go back Ru- to the wiki. Pie? Rudolph. Rudolph Abel. Yeah. Uh, by Mark Rylance. Fantastic performance. Yeah, he's, re- he, he's probably my favorite part of the film. Yeah. He's really good. He's great. I've never heard of him before this film, so I honestly was watching. The name sounds familiar, but I, I tell you, I couldn't think of a single thing, a, a single scene I've thinged him <laughs> in. <laughs> and we're off to the races. <laughs> yep. um, you know, it's been a, it's been technically slightly more than a month, so I'm gonna blame that on being rusty. Fair enough. Apparently, um, he's playing the big fucking giant in the in the big fucking giant movie. Okay, before we go too far into, I actually want to do sidestep a little bit off of Bridge Spies. <laughs> so here's the funny thing about the BFG to me. Yeah, it's uh, the big friendly giant. The I'm big aware. friendly giant. Not, <laughs> that was I like, doing I like the big fucking giant better though. <laughs> big friendly giant. That's the next film or the the, the most completed film Spielberg's going to do. Is he and, directing that? Yeah, he's piece? he's directing it. it here's I the thing: he, for some up. reason, I thought he was just producing. The movie is written by Melissa Matt, Melissa Matheson, mm-hmm. who also wrote E.T. So I just realized this weird combination of it's another movie in which the more the main title is basically a bunch of letters, <laughs> and it's about a child befriending befriending a creature. <laughs> um, I'm sure that was intentional. I'm sure he did that yeah. legitimately for those same reasons. He even brought Melissa back to do. An ET of sorts huh. of writing, um, but yeah, no. He apparently a uh, Rudolph, the actor who played Rudolph, a will be back in that movie. But he's fantastic. Yeah, he is great in, in this movie in, in Bridge Spies. Cavery, um, you know, he's he's off doing his business. But what is his business? He's painting and wandering about on the subway. Some guys are kind of following him. Yeah. He's 
you don't really suspect much from this guy because he's kind of like this kind of older dude yeah. until you see him at the basically painting up you know on a bench near the bridge yeah and he kind of picks up something underneath yeah there's the like bench. a little coin underneath um, the bench yeah she finds mm-hmm. takes back to his place yeah does some cool spy shit where he takes a matchbook and puts the razor in the matchbook so that he can hold the razor. Yeah. And he cracks some of that coin mm. and what should be inside but some kind of small coded message. Yeah. It's kind of, reading a little bit on the history of, of the actual uh, Abel in real life, it's, yeah. they, they they were still never, no one's still ever really clear mm-hmm. on if he really was a Soviet spy or not. Yeah. The movie decided we're just going to say he is. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a kind of a, I think it's a good choice. I agree. Yeah. I think yeah. it's good that we say, he is, because yeah. that's not the point of the movie. Yeah. That's the not... point is he's a human being still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's when he gets, uh, as soon as, soon after that, he gets arrested by the FBI. Yeah. And In we... a very smooth movie, he says, oh, let me clean my palate while, yeah. you're, while you're sweeping the apartment, mm-hmm. which he uses as an opportunity to destroy that message. Yeah. That's some smooth ass spy uh, shit. Hey, I, hey, I enjoyed that. I'm not gonna lie. I know that, he's working against our country, <laughs> but that, was, that guy does. Uh, that guy knows. They know, that guy can do his job. Yeah, <laughs> he's good. Uh, is that next scene kind of cuts to Tom? Uh, uh, Possibly, yes. right? I think. I think when I, yeah, Tom in the bar when he's talking about whether or not it's his guy. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a very important. Again, another very important scene. Yeah. It's it's Hanks basically. Banks, yeah, Hanks is there talking about another. He's an insurance claim mm-hmm. uh, lawyer. And he's there talking about another case with another guy. Um, And it's very interesting to point out that, like, how much he keeps... The stuff that he's saying in here sets up the kind of arc his character does develop throughout the film. And the idea is he's basically pointing out that, like, this is not... Like, the guy's... Well, you're... The the other lawyer's talking to or whoever, he's like, well, you see, your guy, not my guy. (laughs) I I represent the guy. I'm the guy whose guy this is. Whose guy this is. (laughs) I am not... This is not... He's not my guy. He's not my guy. Um, it's this is actually it's stuff like this where I go. There's the Cohen brothers. Yeah, like, definitely. There's the wit. You can kind of see, and I, I was looking in to kind of figure out how how involved with this they are. Mm-hmm. So the script was originally written by uh, what's his name, uh, Matt Charman. Yeah. Uh, toilet paper air and and screenwriter. <laughs> uh, and then Who the knew? Co- <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the Coens came in and did rewrites basically, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting to me because I I do think this is the. Just the story is very kind of Cohen esque, yeah. in which they they tend to deal in in movies where th- there's chaos instead of order. That's kind yeah. of their main setting. Is is the they're very existential filmmakers, and they believe in sort of the randomness of the universe, mm-hmm. which I, I think is very much at play in the story here. Yeah. But they did not. This is not their story. They just did rewrites on on the existing script, which, which I found interesting. Which is interesting because I'm not I'm not used to them being guys that get brought in to rewrite. Yeah, you know, I'm punch not, up essentially is what they did. Yeah, yeah no. it seems like yeah. And I'm kind of I'm used to the Coen Brothers being the guys you, they make and create films. Yeah. And this is them along with Unbroken. Yeah. This is these are just guys they came in to rework the script. And, and it's just, I, I'd be curious to know why it's it's this is the frustrating thing of being a Coen Brothers fan is yeah. they're very reticent with interviews. They don't really talk to people. Yeah. So I mean I, I don't know they've just they're kind of trying this out now I guess. Possibly I mean maybe it's just in the end it's like money's pretty strong and they yeah. like the people they're collaborating and they figured out yeah, well why not and yeah. um we'll never really know that being said they they do have a film coming out next year that i'm super stoked for Hail Caesar. oh so, so, so good so Channing wait, tatum's wait. in a coen brothers movie who fucking knew and he looks like he's perfectly cast yeah <laughs> yeah so we haven't Channing lost him and jonah hill do you think the coen brothers are fans of the jump street series absolutely <laughs> <laughs> how can you not it's fucking hilarious <laughs> um but uh 
the Hills, knowing that Hills comes out next year means I didn't lose them as directors either. So, yes. which is nice. But it's kind of interesting that they've sighed into this yeah. rewriting history. And before this rewriting business, they were on a streak of like a movie a year. Yeah. Which yeah. is that was a sweet that was a sweet time. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. Even if you didn't love every movie, it's still. And I did love every movie. So it was especially <laughs> sweet for me. Um, so yeah, no, it's stuff like this scene here where the Coens yeah. witty, the dialogue just pops. Yeah, and they're, he's talking about the difference between uh, the the other guy purports that five things happened. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks purports that one thing happened. Yeah. When, when they start talking about the Tom Hanks' guy, who was not his guy, <laughs> uh, was driving, lost control, and hit five motorcyclists, <laughs> which, he, which Tom Hanks purports is one thing happening, and therefore deserving of one claim being paid out, uh, whereas the other guy says five things happen if you're one of the motorcyclists that's one thing happening to you and then one thing happening to the other guy uh this is a really great scene it's a great scene yeah uh-huh. um is that next to the, him going back to his uh, his main office i think so okay. with his old pal alan alda i love that i lo- How, love me some alan alda Goddamn, doesn't love right. alan alda i don't want to know if you don't love yeah. alan alda <laughs> you can go join al-qaeda if you don't like alan alda if you don't like alan alda join al-qaeda and yeah. then ice is immediately afterwards yeah. <laughs> because i think that's where your head's at if that's the kind of hate you have in your brain um hanks is there uh with alda and uh, another gentleman and another gentleman there is to propose a a new job yes for tom and tom's character james b donovan yep uh Again, favorite little bit of business is little dialogue exchanges. Like, he's basically describing like, well, this is the, a big case, and it's concerning a recent Soviet yeah. spy we grabbed. Yeah. Boom! He slaps it on the he slaps the whole information on the desk. And he's like, why don't you pick it up? And then James is like, I don't want to touch that. I don't want to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so then they explain, well, we need you know we need to prove that we're this is America and we we have trials here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we need someone to defend him. You're a good lawyer. You distinguish yourself at Nuremberg. Yep. Uh, he says, yeah, but I was a prosecutor then. <laughs> um, so that's I mean a little bit of I guess adding likability to this character. Like he prosecuted Nazis. That's, yeah. that's usually a good guy. <laughs> it's, thing. It's, it's a <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing I really like too is this the bit where he's just sitting there. They're explaining like yeah, like if you do this, we have to prove that. We have to prove that we're, we're fair and shit, but we don't want him to win. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> so, so like, you know. Go easy. <laughs> yeah. So, James is sitting there going, so let me get this straight. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to defend a man that the rest of the country will then start hating me for doing. Yes. But the benefit of that is I'm losing anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> God damn it, he's a good guy and he does it anyway. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Again, that's that's the Atticus Finch element of the character. He's yeah. like, and that's that's what hits me while I was watching it. Oh, this is To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. And I love To Kill a Mockingbird. It's a great book. It's a great, great book. Film. Great film. If you don't love the film, what's wrong with you? Go set a watch. <laughs> <laughs> Again, join that guy who doesn't like Alan Alda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, have you read Go Set a Watchman, the sequel? Um, no. <laughs> I was... I know of it. I was walking through a Barnes and Noble. Uh, this was a few months before the sequel was released, mm-hmm. and I overheard someone talking to uh, a friend of his, and he was saying, "Oh yeah, did you hear? They're doing another Mockingbird." <laughs> That's how he said it, <laughs> and I kept listening to confirm that this is what he was talking about, and it absolutely was. Like, yeah, they're doing another another Mockingbird. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I, you meant Mocking Jay into the Hunger Games? <laughs> yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no Mockingbird. I kept listening, and he said, "Yeah, Harper Lee. She she wrote it back in the day." <sighs> I just uh, it's so interesting. The, every we have to think of everything as franchises. <laughs> <laughs> but back to this film. Back to this film. Yeah, um, he's it's it's that case of like he's thinking about taking the case, but we all know you're taking the case. Obviously, he's always taking the case. Um, 
Because I have an assistant dude coming in. Um, do you have plans tonight? Oh, I was going to go to dinner. Or not, or I can help you. I just realized I'm going to be working on this. Yeah. Um, and now we cut back to him, uh, James at home, Amy Ryan playing his wife. Love me some Amy Ryan. Yep. Another she's good. Great. Sol- great. Her character's fine here, but just she's a solid actress. Yeah. You know, just like you bring her in, she's just always going to deliver. Like, she's solid, even if she's unfortunately not given much to do, like uh, in a movie like this. Yep. I'm, I'm yep. <laughs> <laughs> but she's good in this, for yeah. sure, at least. Um, and, you know, like you can hear James talking, Tom Hanks' character, just kind of just like discussing it and bring it. And then there's one point he's, you can hear, hear him already starting to create how the defense is. And yeah. just, even she's, though, according to him, he's mm. saying, I haven't taken the case yet. Like, oh, no, you're yeah. taking the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the, 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 the assistant comes, uh, before that, Tom Hanks' daughter was saying she had been stood up. I, immediately I knew what happened. I went, yeah. I know who you were supposed to see. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes this dinner super awkward because the assistant comes in. It's very clear the assistant was supposed to take Hanks' daughter out. How old is the assistant, by the way? I'm going to assume 23, 24. He's taking out 17-year-old Tom. Hey, man, the 60s, <laughs> sir. Different times. <laughs> I, so that, that happens where he comes in and she's like, oh, God, he's here. It's probably the reason why they were like super quiet about it. Yeah. It's like, Technically, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Seemed odd to me that it didn't come up again. Like I, I assumed there would be a scene where Tom Hanks finds out and is like, "You're taking out." I mean, maybe because this is 2015. Me thinking yeah. Tom Hanks was like, "You're taking out my 17 year old daughter," but no, no, no kind of follow up to that. Uh, I mean, if anything, I guess it's in the end not needed. Do I really need to know the love life between his assistant no. and his daughter? So it's, I can imagine it's like it added a nice little bit of yeah. levity to the scene. Especially because it's like, it's like, well, he has a, I'm here, I'm assuming you're here to, like, Amy Ryan's kid is like, I'm assuming you're here, talking yeah. to the assistant to, to, to see if he's going to take the case. Oh, we're taking the case. Yeah, it's yeah. great. You no, know, we're taking, obviously we're taking the case. It's great. I'm excited. Aren't you excited? <laughs> and just, Hank's just looking at him going, <laughs> what the fuck, fuck are you? kid? <laughs> so your chances of dating his daughter has lowered yep. even more. Yep. Even moron. Um, <laughs> um, so he's taking the case. Yeah. Cuts to now the next day he's going to be uh, he's finally meeting uh, Rudolph Abel. Yes. In prison. Yes. Um, interesting scene. Yeah. Because we still don't quite know who he is. Yeah. You know, but he's you can tell he's very calm, very yeah. collected. I believe we get the first instance of his uh, catchphrase. In yes. <laughs> I was like, why are you, how come you're not uh, freaking out? Well, because, yeah, he tells him <laughs> yeah. there's a good chance you'll go to the chair. Hmm. Uh, and Abel just says, okay. Are you aren't you worried about that? Would it help? <laughs> <laughs> Classic catchphrase. It's good stuff. Um, uh, Abel's also, an, as we established, Abel's an artist, so he's asking for, yeah. like, oh, is it possible if I can get some pencils and papers? Like, I can't, I can't give you that stuff. Yeah. It's like, I don't, do you well, think? You've... I like what he specifically says. He says painting supplies, like yeah. pencils, cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <That's what he's... laughs> wow, man! I don't know if you've ever not drawn without cigarette. It's hard. <laughs> Um, but he does also it also does establish this one little bit of like a business where he does talk about like it, I don't know if you ever would feel like someone from your country gets captured in a similar manner yeah. wouldn't you feel like you would want them to be treated pretty well as well yeah as, in the same manner he's like and it, that does sets up the audience to go yeah 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 think about that yeah and I get we probably have seen it at some point some of the establishing bits about the the U two. Yes, I'm not talking about the band. I'm talking about not talking about that band. Just um, a young, just a young infant Bono. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, now the U2 bomber, of course, talking about the spy plane. Mm. Uh, um, it's introducing the character of uh, Francis Gary Powers. Yes. Um, 
and yeah, though the uh, yeah, we're seeing basically how he gets the job mm-hmm. of of becoming a YouTube spy plane uh, pilot yeah. and how. Kind Except of... we, we're not supposed to call it the YouTube. We're supposed to call it the article. They're the article. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Spy business. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, he they we we just see the kind of the the training for that. Jesse Plemons is there as a yeah, friend of his. Got that. That's cool. Weird Matt Damon <laughs> himself. <laughs> <laughs> Redheaded Matt Damon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. So again, that establishing that kind yeah, of that's, that's kind of interspersed. Between. Interspersed. Yeah. Um. See what else? I'm trying to think after what happens. Do to you me. think? Mm-hmm. Do you think we got a little too much of the YouTube business? Of the pre. Yeah, the pre-spy thing. I honestly feel like it could have started with with the plane going down, and yeah. we we wouldn't have really needed any of that backstory. I here's what I don't think we needed. Yeah. I actually like the the interview scene because mm-hmm. the interview scene's kind of interesting. We oh we, with, the, with the lie detector with the lie detector. Yeah, I like the the they all all these pilots are meeting up at a motel somewhere, and yeah. they, it's they're all getting through a lie detector sequence. I don't think we need as much of the explaining the U two plane. Yeah. As much as we did, I think that kind of felt a little long because in the end, it doesn't. Like in the end, it's like, what did I learn from all that? Yeah. It's a plane that takes pictures. Yeah, <laughs> I you could have explained that in like a half the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you think this is Spielberg just enjoying some of that old shit? It's that sh- <laughs> and really it's like the shit that bit it. him in the ass in 1941, <laughs> yeah. man. Oh man, look at all Come this cool old again. shit. <laughs> it's like Steven. Steven, focus, focus. It's about Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks. There's yeah. a lawyer thing going yeah. on. This guy eventually has to get captured. So yeah. you have to <laughs> yeah. speed it along. Speed it along. Move it out. Move, Move forward. Um, um, so I forgot actually what happens after the the initial Abel scene. Like, do uh, we? You know, some stuff goes down. <laughs> some stuff goes down. Thanks for listening to. <laughs> yep. This has been Bishbees. Bishbees. Um Well, I mean, they go to trial. We, I mean, uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's just go yeah. to that. Yeah, we go to the trial. Um, and is the well, okay before that we mm. go. We the, he he meets with the judge for the first. time. Oh, that's right. That's actually a really great scene. That is a fantastic scene. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks is saying, "Listen, you know." You, we we need some more time to prepare this case. You got mm-hmm. you got to give me time to really to put this together. How many time? How much time do you need? Six six weeks. No. And the judge is just like, "What are you doing? <laughs> this is a spy. <laughs> already, what are you doing? <laughs> already seeing yeah. where where we already seeing like the his his thought processes and where he's already made basically yeah. made, started making his decision already. Yeah. Um. This is a quick trial, and we're trying to get this guy in and out. Yeah. And not by out by free, we're out by like he's gonna stay behind bars. Yeah. Well, or he's gonna or to not fucking stay get or or, stay, or yeah. sit on a chair where it gets very hot. Yes. <laughs> um, and again, this is the 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 the, the, the kill mockingbird thing because it's this case where it's like everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody's already made their mind up. Yeah, they made their mind up. Yeah. No, this is not a hard decision for yeah. everybody else. But I think what's interesting about uh, James Donovan is that he is sitting there going. You asked me to do a job. I'm gonna, then God damn it, I'm gonna do that job. <laughs> um, there's also a really interesting scene where he's going through the evidence, right? I think it's even before the trial. Uh, is this where the warrant business? Yeah, I think that's a little after. This. Is that a little bit after? Because for because he has the thing with the judge, mm-hmm. and then he, um, and then he, uh, uh, the, that that guy comes up to him. <gasps> oh, that's right. Like, okay, no, I want to talk about bar. that yeah. scene really. That also really well. felt like a very Cohen-y dialogue scene. I can love that. I love it's that. Really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a guy. It, it's there's a you know, Hanks is a, just finished talking to me the, uh, meeting with the judge and the other uh, prosecutor, and he's out in the rain yeah. and he's trying, trying to find a cab. cab. And there's a 
guy across from you looking at him, and already your brain goes, "Oh shit, yeah. is, is is spy shit already happening?" Yeah, and it's, Tom Hanks kind of tries to bring the tension, man, like. Uh, Hard to get a cab or something. Yeah, yeah. Some... he's trying to like, yeah, it's like, clearly the lights were on. Yeah. And he's, okay, well. I just doesn't say anything. <laughs> walking up, and you're already going, oh my god, the Sophies are already after him. <laughs> yeah. This is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's sneaking around trying to beat this guy, and just when he thinks he's ducked and covered, yeah. the guy sort of, uh, uh, introduces himself. And yeah. it turns out that he's actually a CIA agent. Yes. Um, a CIA agent. A CIA agent. Yes. That's true. That's sorry. Yes. <laughs> he works for Central Intelligence and Central Intelligence. I suddenly take control of your mouth. Over uh, there. It's hard as well. It is hard to talk. He's a Central Intelligence agent. And they're at a bar. Mm-hmm. And it's as interesting. I love this scene, actually. It's a great scene. Uh, I'm trying to see what's the name Did of that. Did make me nervous that Tom Hanks set his hat down on the table behind him. <laughs> I was really open to the possibility of someone stealing that hat. <laughs> I almost really put that there just to be like, uh, ensuring that he will not look at him when he's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of that actor, or of that character. Is, uh, it, uh, is it the one who uh, with the red hair? Yeah. Tompkins? Uh, I, I looked it up because I'll tell you, the entire movie, I was looking at him just wishing he was Mark Evan Jackson. <laughs> if, for those who know who Mark Evan Jackson is. He's a terrific actor. This guy looks just enough like him. <laughs> uh, it's this guy. It's Scott Shepard. Scott Shepard. Hoffman. Yeah, That's Hoffman's right. No. the character's name. Fucking, I love, no, fucking great scene with this actor yeah. uh, in this scene. And Hoffman's a really... Would a little better with Mark Evan Jackson, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. That's, that actually, sounds, that sounds good to me. <laughs> um, great scene. And basically, the Hoffman's there to kind of see where he lies yeah. in the situation. Yeah. And he's just like... Feeling him out. Feeling him out, and... And he starts like, hey, did he, did he tell you anything? And Donovan's looking at him going, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it's great. He says, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. And then Hoffman's like, right, <laughs> no. we're not having this conversation. He's like, he's pointing at you. Know, yeah, like, yeah. Matt did like, the whole pointing his nose again. We're yeah. not, wink, wink, wink. nudge, nudge. Yeah. We're, not, uh, we're not having this conversation. And Donovan's like, no. We're not having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, the thing where I like where he's like going, like, oh, listen, like, there's no rules. No, 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 sorry. <laughs> this is a country built on a rule. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to break it. Yeah. <laughs> Classic, uh, classic stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Good Cohen-y dialogue stuff. I love this stuff. This is this is stuff I was really it's digging. Really great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Donovan's like going. Listen, I'm gonna. I get what you're doing. I get why we're here. Why you're here with me. Yeah. But I'm asked to do the job. Yeah. I'm going to do the job as best as I can because that's who I. That's what I am. I wish I remember there. There was some specific phrase that the the judge had said to him. That then this guy said to him. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, what? I'm oh, getting yeah. sick of hearing that. Like, come now. Yeah. Oh, come now, Donovan. He's like, come on now, or something like that. And he's, and he's, yeah, this whole kid's like, you know, all right, like, uh, stop trying to. (laughs) I'm a lawyer, and I'm going to do my job as a lawyer. That's why you hired me. That's what I'm doing. Good day, sir. (laughs) Do we have to worry about you? Is the other thing that Hoffman asks him. Yes. And he's like, I forgot actually what he actually says. It's more along the lines, like, uh, like, I'm just going to finish the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doing the job I was paid to do. Doing the job I was paid to do. And then the next scene's the looking through the evidence, right? Yes, I believe okay. so. Um, and that's an interesting bit, too, because he's going through the evidence, and he's looking at, like, this all the paperwork, and he he realizes something. He's like, hey, there's, like, some sort of subsection here, and the FBI guy's like, yeah, what, what, what's wrong with it? It was like, I mean, he had a warrant for the guy, right? What? And the guy just looks at him. Again, Luther the kind of, come on now. <laughs> he's like, yeah, come on now. He's yeah. like, get a warrant for his apartment search, yeah. right? His yeah. hotel search, you had that? Uh, yeah, and it was a thing where like they had a warrant for the hotel, but not the apartment. It was one where they had had a warrant for one, but not the other. Not the other, yeah. yeah. And Donovan was enough to go like, okay, come on, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah. <laughs> 
it's like step one process. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes back to the judge yeah. to point out, like, and nope. I, th- I think this is actually at the like the pre-trial thing where they're still in the courtroom. Yeah. I'm not enough of a lawyer man to know these terms, <laughs> but it's the <laughs> it's the one in my cousin Vinny where he gets in trouble for not wearing a suit. It's that meeting. <laughs> Listen, the two youths, <laughs> <laughs> two youths. <laughs> Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, so he says, "Hey, this, there is no warrant. This this we gotta we gotta throw out all this evidence mm-hmm. that the, pertains to this room. We can't yeah. use it." And yeah. the judge is like, "Nope, nah, we're still gonna use it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nope, just shuts him down. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, we're still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're still doing it. There's yep. the trial. <laughs> uh, or maybe this maybe this was the trial because mm. there's a the, they they find him guilty. Mm-hmm. But then there's a bit before he's actually sentenced where the where he goes to the judge's house. That's after the trial. Oh yeah, there's a pre-trialy thing because the yeah. judge just has to. Maybe that was also this scene. I don't know. Um, a little bit. I mean, should we just jump to him at the house because that's the next thing I remember? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Okay. We'll definitely say that. Um, he's been found guilty. He's been found guilty. Unanimously yeah. found guilty. Of course. Um, but the judge has to make his final. Sent- he has to do the sentencing. The sentencing is going to happen at a later date. Right. So there he is. So there's a, there's Donovan in a uh, bar- uh, bargain. Yeah. At the judge's <laughs> home. At the, at the judge's home. Yeah. And trying to convince him. His to- wife, immediately, uh, the judge's wife, immediately offers Donovan a drink because this was the '60s, and yep. that's what you did. You hand someone a hard liquor as soon as they walk in your house. It's interesting how I remember the detail of like uh, the the whiskey. Yeah, whiskey with a splash of water. Scotch with a splash. <laughs> Scot- of Scotch, water. you're right. Scotch yeah. with a splash of water, which is also whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm being pedantic about this. <laughs> <laughs> eh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, it's talking to the, to the judge, and the judge is putting on a time, and it's basically this bit where it's like, you could. Here's what we say. It's yeah. not that he loves Abel and he's best friends with Abel. Yeah. He's trying to explain to him this is the negative ramifications yeah. of putting him straight to the to the deaths to yeah. death sentence. Yeah. If you do that, then that proves to the Soviets that look, hear me out. What if what if yeah. they take one of our guys yeah. and then they saw what happens when we took one of their guys. Yeah. We literally went blah 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 quick 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 dead. Yeah. So what if we keep him alive? In case something like that happens, he's then, al- he's gonna do his he's gonna do yeah. his sentence. He's gonna do all the he's gonna serve his time. Yes, but right now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now in this time period, we which... can set the we can set the standard for what happens when a spy is captured. Yeah, <laughs> and also on top of that, wouldn't it be nice if we had someone to trade? Yeah, just it, to, again in the event that one of our guys is captured. And wouldn't, I, wouldn't it be nice to have a little bargaining chip in her pocket? And it's funny how the judge scoffs. It's like, that's never going to happen. Which yeah. one? You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Tom Hanks has to be, actually, I work in insurance mainly. And let me tell you, I know about odds and likelihoods. But this is very likely to happen. And it's kind of actually, again, it's actually pretty cool. They established yeah. that he's an insurance guy. And it's yeah. like, no, that's not me being hypothetical and negative. Like, no, that's yeah. my other job. Yeah. I have seen enough of that to go... This is very possible. Yeah. And of course, what would happen very soon? So the judge ultimately does agree to this. Yes. Uh, and he sentences him to 30 years, not even life. Yeah. 30, 30 years. years in prison. Yeah. And the whole, oh man, you. People no. are pissed. It, oh. Yeah. Talk uncomfortable subway rides. Yeah. For, for Tom Hanks' that, character. I could have lost that. Because <laughs> it, was, it was very cheesy to me when we had it's the same exact woman at the end of the movie. Yeah, no, I'm. Mm. I, For those who don't know what we're talking about, there's more on the subway where a woman is looking at the newspaper. She sees James Donovan loves yeah. commies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then she looks at him like you motherfucker. And then the whole the subway. subway is looking at her, yeah. looking at him. I, I'm. We'll get to the end, but let me just quietly jump ahead with you. Yeah. yeah right. One, 
I would have done one or the other if you're going to keep it. Yeah. I think the tension scene's good. Yeah. Especially because it's that thing where it's, it's, again, it's the whole room of just people looking at James. And yeah, James yeah. knew this was going to happen. Yeah. He knew if he, when he takes All his case, it. he's yeah. like, yep, they're going to hate me. Hey, yeah. look at that. Guess what? They hate me. <laughs> they hate me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Especially hate him because he decided that even 30 years is not good enough because he's a lawyer. It is mm-hmm. his job to zealously represent his client. Yep. And he could, he really feels like if he takes it to the Supreme Court, he can he can get less because of that warrant issue. Yeah. And everyone's like all in all the even his wife going, "What, what are you doing? doing? <laughs> it's bad enough you got him thirty years. How are you doing this?" And the dangers of doing this have gotten to the point where now, uh, one night his daughter just watching some television, eating some pea, eating some peanut butter and apples, drive by shooting at their house, yeah. and. Right away, and and, and it was like he's there. He's trying to, you know, like he, every, everyone's fine, of course. But oh man, oh man, like tensions high. And it was yeah. like, like he's talking to the, one of the cops. He's like, "Don't worry, we'll have somebody watching over you." And just one of the B cops looking, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get up, dude. Why, why don't you say, no, 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 no? What are you doing? How American are you? <laughs> um, which I was just reminded of another thing, and I'm actually not sure how I feel about this stuff. Okay. It's the stuff concerning Hanks's uh, son, who's getting kind of all this Cold War paranoia. Oh, shit. I forgot. That's that's how unimportant it was. Yeah, to this movie that I literally forgot about it until you said it right now. I I just remembered it right now because I'm like, wait, didn't we? Oh yeah, because there's this stuff where, I guess to, to keep building on the fact it's Cold War. Yeah. And to remind the fact that everyone was freaking out and yeah. how the schools were adding to the fear. Yeah. Um, we saw Hanks's kid um, in school watching a video on. The stupid mentality. Okay, if you just duck and cover like a turtle, like you're the turtle, you will be fine yeah. and be fine from nuclear <laughs> war. Um, and so we just cut to cover your neck. Yeah, and the atomic blast can't get you. <laughs> Which meant I immediately just remember that bit in South Park the movie where it's like duck and cover when the lava hits, and then the lava does in fact jump over them. <laughs> but um, so there's this, okay, that cuts to a scene later where where uh, Tom's his kid uh, is in a bath is in the is in the bathroom overreading everything. Yeah. You know, like doing super, super crazy safety precautions and filling up the tub with water so they have water. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's and I get the purpose to a degree, but I it in my opinion it is that point where like yeah, but did did we need this? Yeah, we know it's the Cold War. Yeah, I think uh, the tension's high enough. I don't need to see his kid freaking out yeah. too. And it's also like we have so there's a point where the kid the kid says, "Why are you doing this?" Yeah. And it's supposed to be like. Uh, you know, even his family is against him. So right. again, let's just let's just give Amy Ryan even less to do. <laughs> let's just even take some stuff that could go to her and give it to yeah. the kid. It's we get the idea. Yeah, we get the point. We yeah. get that. Like everyone's asking, why are you doing this? We don't need his little twelve. We don't need another nail. Yeah. to this to really hammer it in. Why are you doing this, you yeah. weirdo? It's like no, I get yeah. it. Between <laughs> Alan Alda and the shooter and the wife yeah. and the subway <laughs> and the subway. We, we, we and the judge and, and the Mark Evan Jackson, CIA guys. We get that they, that people don't want him to do this. <laughs> so he's doing it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh, he does go to the Supreme Court, right? I forget how that works out. He does the Supreme Court. He does his speech. He has his. He gets his. Uh, it's a good speech. He gets his Jimmy. It to is be fair. A very good speech. Yeah. It, he gets. He gets his Jimmy Stewart on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's the other side thing I will say. Some money to go to the crick. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing I will say. This is definitely a, a kind of a nice old. There's an, there's an old fashionist in the movie. And part of it is that it does personify again why Tom Hanks is is considered uh, the Jimmy Stewart equivalent. 
Yeah, I think though that's kind of not served by the 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 if if the whole movie was if the movie ended at the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. I think it would have really worked mm-hmm. with, with that. But then as soon as it gets into the spy shit, yeah. it's a it's a just it's a thriller, and he's not really that that role anymore. Sure, no, I can. See I don't that. know. It, it feels like it's kind of two movies. Yeah. It was funny. We're still in Act One. I realize yeah. we actually yeah. do have to start getting into the fact that the <laughs> yeah. that, that that Francis Gary Powers got shot down. Yeah. Now here's an interesting note on that. Francis Gary Powers, right before the big, the first real like you know launch or whatever, the first real flight, they everyone point out. Listen, if you get shot down, you get this pin. Get this pin. It, one scratch. You're dead. You're dead. We'd rather you be dead. Yeah. Than to be captured. Yeah. Um. And which is interesting because like it's. Francis Gary Powers is definitely the first one we you know we know that see we see him fly. We see his sh- plane got shot down, yeah. and we don't really know what happens to it. By the way, the plane getting shot down is really well made. It's really yeah. well done. I'll agree with that. That's that's good Spielberg. Yeah. Um, so we don't know what really happens to him until all of a sudden cuts to uh, now on television in 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 Russia, and yeah. we're seeing the Soviets are talking. They have their own kind of you know like you know, like you know proceedings, and we camera pulls and pants, and then we see Francis Gary Powers is alive. Yeah. And instantaneously, that also means fucker didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do it. Yeah. Um, Whole new web of problems. <laughs> yep. So now if they say, "Hey, you're you're a Tom Hanks. You're a good negotiator. <laughs> what if you could negotiate?" Because there, he's received a letter from mm-hmm. Abel's wife. Yes, air, air quotes. Yeah, air. Abel says, "This is clearly not my wife." Yeah, Abel's like, you know, it's hilarious. Where he's like, uh, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> but it is they they glean that this is essentially the Soviet government's sort of way of. Without the government actually saying they want to do a trade, it's their way of floating the idea of a trade. Yeah. So Tom Hanks has been called upon to negotiate that trade, essentially. Especially for the, I mean, mostly for the reason, it only comes up to the reason, like, listen, you called this out. Yeah. You, you knew, said, you said, you this. knew it was happening. <laughs> You're a good negotiator. Yep. You know uh, Rudolph Abel better than anyone in America. Yep. Uh, you got to do it. Yeah. So he tells Amy Ryan that he's going fishing. Mm hmm. Much like Sheriff Brody and John, just going fishing. <laughs> just going fishing. Yeah. Hey, that's a good. That's a good tie. Today. I didn't even think of it like that. That's yeah. good. Just going fishing. Yep. Uh, but really, of course, he's going to East Germany. Well, he's going. To, he's staying in West. He's going to the border. While because he's some. I yeah. mean, I guess this is, we need it because the, the whole point is that he's negotiating for two people. Well, this is what this, this is what's going to happen. This yeah. is what that's what's going to bring up next. Is like on his way to. Yes. <laughs> Another incident happens. This dumbass student <laughs> gets himself captured. This dumbass, this kid who I kept thinking looked a lot like the guy who played Abraham Lincoln in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Interesting. <laughs> uh, I think his character's name was. I'm looking. What the shit? What was it? This guy? Was it Doug Forrester? No. No, that's the mother kid. No, that's the no no. Holding. <laughs> Let's get it together. Was it holding? Was it this guy? That doesn't sound Hopkins. right to me. No, that uh, can't. Too be. old. Too old. Well, holding. we'll get back to you. We'll get back to this other kid. Um. Oh, it was Alan Alda. It's Alan Alda. Okay. Um, this other kid, uh, an American student, uh, uh, studying abroad in Germany. Yeah. Gets captured, uh, and they assumed again he's some sort of. Some sort of a spy or some sort of thing. Yeah. Because he's America in Germany while they're building the fucking Berlin well, Wall. Well, I don't even think they assumed that. I, I think they just knew, hey, we can, we can, because the whole point, as we'll learn later, kind of, mm-hmm. is that East Germany just wants to be seen as a player in the game. 
and that not just yeah. brush his pawn. So I, I think they, they knew that this kid wasn't doing anything. They just saw him as like, hey, we have an American. Right. We can, that's a, that's a good, we can, that's a chip. So when, when, uh, when Donovan lands uh, in Germany, he finds out about that. Order, order of appearance <laughs> bullshit on, on, uh, on IMDb. Trying uh, to figure out this goddamn kid's name. <laughs> there he is, Will Rogers. Ah, there we go. His character name uh, is... I saw it. It was Frederick... Frederick uh, Pryor. Frederick Pryor. Pryor. Okay, so that's what Uncle happened. Uncle of Richard. He... As he's sitting there going... as he's, it, it, This is the thing, too. It, it, what's interesting, whenever something bad happens, mm-hmm. uh, the FBI guys or CIA guys go, there's a wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a little... Little, eh, There's a little wrinkle that. about yeah. it, which is like, wrinkle is a little thing, yeah. but this is a major problem every yeah. time. <laughs> um, so now we're actually in the real, like, this is the spy part of the of the movie, yes. which is where now, I, uh, you kind of brought it up, it seems like he, this is now where, it, it, would I assume to you that this is now where the movie is too much movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> There's still some good in this in this back half, mm-hmm. but it, yeah, too much movie, I would say. <laughs> okay. Um. So now he's in East Germany or West Germany. He said, "Right, he's in West Germany. He's staying in a piece of shit hotel for cover, I guess. Yeah, for cover. And then Hoffman's at the Hilton. The yeah. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And again, this is that whole point of the again the Spielberg normal man in, in out of his yeah. out of his uh, range of a situation thing. So this is yeah. You know, Brody's off uh, <laughs> g- getting the shark." Yep. Hoffman, uh, um, Donovan is now has to figure out how to be a spy in twelve in twenty four hours. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you have to memorize this number. Yeah. Can't keep it. You have to burn it. You have to go through this. You have to walk over here. You have to make sure you don't do this. You have to make sure you don't do that. It's actually yeah, the whole scene where he's got to maintain. He has he has to go to meet a, a person by the name of Vogel. Yeah, Vogel uh, allegedly is the lawyer representing the. Wife again in air quotes <laughs> of uh, Abel. Yeah. So and he, they're supposed to meet at the Soviet embassy in yeah. East Germany. And that's a hell of a trek for yeah. an American yep. <laughs> uh, to go on his own. Yeah. First of all, he has to cut in line to make the time right, <laughs> which is a big deal at the guard gate yep. area. You're good, man. <laughs> then he's got to do. He's got. He's got to get on a train and then do some walking mm-hmm. from the train station to the embassy. Yeah, and who should he encounter on there? But a gang of, of German youths, Hoofian <laughs> yeah. ruffians. Yeah, these are the kids that were in that one episode of Space. They were chewing gum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the Kiora advert? <laughs> we're not interested in hearing about the old Kiora advert. <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> it's too orangey for crows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too orangey for Listen, crows. We could do a reenactment of that entire episode with the. With so, I, I imagine both of us could do that side, reenactment. Just because, FYI, I know it's Spielberg. My favorite Spielberg. That's my absolute favorite episode of Space. That's a good <laughs> fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's too orangey for crows. Sorry. <laughs> I think I like Jessica's delivery the, the best. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember. It's too orangey for crows. <laughs> If you've never seen Space, you have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Uh, Unless, I guess, if you're a British person and you just genuinely remember the old Kiora ad. Hey, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you, yeah, I'm glad you like it. Um, Me and my dog. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But that's the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the kind of kids he was, and this is a very, again, tense scene because there's yeah. no, 
You actually were asking me earlier because of the your sadly yeah because the the audio issues that my and before even the audio issues they did the thing where the turn off your cell phone screen froze and stayed on for twenty minutes, <laughs> uh, so my theater was rife with issues and they it did look like they were there was something like projection was low they didn't lower the curtain low enough mm-hmm. to cover it so I did think that maybe they just they they weren't projecting the lower <laughs> very lower part of the screen and, yeah. and cut off the subtitles but there are no subtitles in this scene no there are no subtitles in the scene it was just speaking German presumably at him yeah. And it's it's a good scene. It's a good tense scene because like yeah. we don't we we know we can get we got we got to the Donovan knows some yeah basic German yeah just enough to get him by. But that, I mean I'm an American granted, but his accent sounded it's pretty solid to me. But it's so that he didn't know a lot of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's definitely the thing where like yeah, it's just that te- it's that moment where like if he says anything wrong, does anything wrong. Like he going he going to get killed. He going to get killed. Um, be blood on the snow. But the kids just wanted his his. Uh, Saks Fifth Avenue yeah. <laughs> coat. It's a good cup, not gonna did lie. It also, it seemed to me that they did also give him directions to the embassy. They did. Yeah, they yeah. did. I saw his coat, but they did give him directions <laughs> to the embassy. So yeah, they're ruffians. Yeah. But in the end, they just want the joke. They want the coat. They want the coat. That's oh, you want to get? Oh, you want to go over there? Yeah, just take a lefty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets the embassy, freezing, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's here to meet with Vogel. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Vogel's not here. Yep. But you know who is here is Abel's. <laughs> Again, in air quotes, family. family. Oh, this is a... And I will tell you, this to me was the most Cohen-y scene in, I was the, in the whole movie. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah, so, yeah as, as much as I have problems with this kind of second half, I adore this scene. <laughs> this is... These people who are like... like This one woman who's overacting like crazy as his wife. Yeah. And, oh, he's full. Oh, is he here? <laughs> yeah. And it just... And Hanks is just kind of going... Like he's like, like us, he's going. What? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? With this? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. What? What am I sitting through right now? <laughs> and I'm in the audience going, dude, I don't even know. <laughs> um, was uh, it the secretary? Or who's it? What's the name? There's another kind of representative comes in. Well, they bring in the guy who uh, he tells he tell he tells Donovan one thing, but the the CIA intelligence suggests another thing about who he really is. Okay, but he is in some way a representative of the Soviet government. Right, not he's the East German government. Right, right. Uh, so now he's having the talks with with him now, yeah. and it's just, they do this bullshit where it's like, all right, so here's the deal: you give us uh, Abel, and in a couple months. Well, let's see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, maybe we'll give you powers. And then Donovan's like, no. no come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. <laughs> Here's what I want. I'm going to give you Abel, you're going to give me Pryor and powers, and you're going to do it at the same time. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Why, wait, wait. I'm sorry, Pryor? Yeah. We got. We don't got, sl- we don't got stake in that guy yeah, either. No, he's not ours. East, you want him, you talk to East Germany. Yeah. We've got powers. we got powers. So it was just... Yeah. And it's the whole thing. Don just goes, listen, I want to make this fucking quick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly catching a death of cold. I got a cold. <laughs> I, I, I have no overcoat, which I needed even inside my hotel room because the walls are thin and there's no fireplace. <laughs> and, and I just want to, I want to go home to America, <laughs> get this done. So you're fucking going to give me those two people and you're not going to say anything, anything about it. Well, all right, we'll sleep on it. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> So he, he he goes back to his hotel room? Yes. Yeah. He goes back to his hotel room. And or is he going to meet Vogel? Because at one point he goes to Vogel's office. He does, but I think that's not... 
till after the hotel. Okay. What happens at the hotel? Is this I, when he gives when Mark Evan Jackson gives him the phone number? Well, it's, Hoffman, sorry. Yeah, I think <laughs> Hoffman. I think it's another. It's just them catching up, right? Yeah. So it's a basically he's giving him, and he, he's asking for like, well, like I want to steal. So try, he's trying to talk to Hoffman, going like, I still want to figure out what you get prior. Yeah. And Hoffman's like, stop talking about fucking prior. <laughs> yeah, it's outside. It, these parts of the movie kind of dragged for me. Sure. Because it was just it was mostly the same scene over and over again. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of the point that he, it's in the, it's this long frustrating process. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 there's there are some good spy business where he, he, he I don't remember it's here earlier in the hotel, mm-hmm. but he gives him a phone number says you can reach us here, memorize that, and then and then yeah, that's what I love that yeah yeah. And, and then he says okay, he starts to put his pocket and he says no no no, no. right now yeah you have to no you literally have to memorize right now because yeah. I'm burning it in front of you yeah. <laughs> um, I mean I I can say that the movie's pacing here is, is definitely a little more deliberate. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually overall did like a lot of the second half yeah. a lot. Um, uh. Maybe there are a couple times where I'm like, I, there are a couple times where I do want to, like, especially the other way. All right, Stephen, end the movie. Yeah, <laughs> bring it home, Steve. Bring, bring it home. You're bring so close. Home. And you know what? Maybe I would have had more stamina for for this part of the film if I hadn't wasted so much time on that goddamn plane earlier. <laughs> Maybe, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Just <laughs> yeah, it's it, this is the part I can see where it's it could be draggy. Uh, it doesn't bother me too much, but I could. It definitely is is the more slower paced elements in the film. Um. I'm not sure if I really feel like it's the same scene over and over again, but I, but I think it does add to the frustration of it. Yeah. Um, and again, it's and again the, the the it's interesting. I didn't realize I was gonna get the duo of of Donovan and Hoffman yeah. is to be the more is the most is gonna be the most entertaining thing about the sequence. Yeah. For me, and I do like I do like them as a duo. To yeah. Be fair. Yeah. yeah. Like especially with like with like Hoffman's like oh can I get another coat? Why what happened to your coat? Well, it got stolen, yeah. and also. <sighs> Yeah, if you can see that, yeah. <laughs> I will tell you though that some, some there was some questionable CGI with the breath in, 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 in certain scenes in the hotel. <laughs> um, so is the next scene with Vogel? Uh, I think so. Okay, next scene's with Vogel, and yeah. he's trying to now make the deal with Vogel to get prior. Yeah. And I think to, well, here's the thing, to, to even jump back even before the, the Vogel scene. Yeah. Uh, um, what I was sitting there going like, why? Wh- What's going on with the prior stuff? Yeah, I I wasn't quite sure why this was being included, yeah. and then is it just because this was true events and that was really happened? I think that is story wise, it really doesn't seem to fit in. It doesn't seem to fit in, and I but there's an element, but they try to make a thematic reason why, yeah. and I, I I mostly bought it, even though I was like, it's a little much, okay. but I'll go with it. But the, okay. I think the thematic answer uh, is basically that Hanks's character brings up the fact that listen, here's the deal. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Powers to the American public is a coward yeah. because everyone knows he was supposed to kill himself. He was supposed to kill himself. Yeah, and there he is. They paraded him on television, yeah. and yeah, and he didn't kill himself, and he let himself be paraded on television. Yeah. yeah. So right now he's probably the most hated man in America after 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 Abel and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the idea is that like Pryor is an actual, honest to God, innocent. Yeah. He is. This is a kid who literally had nothing wrong. Yeah. He, he literally did did nothing wrong in the situation. Powers, yeah, that's the truth. Is Powers should have done it, done that. Yeah. That was what he was asked to do. Yeah. And um, able prior in a weird way is is another is 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 the attempt. To, but no, this is our attempt to say. But we have, we can be justice and right in this regard as yeah. well in this situation. And they can prove that they can be justice and right in this situation. 
So that's the point of, of that's where I feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like that's why they try to thematically try to make it fit. And went, I'll go with it? I could kind of see that. I think what kind of weakened that for me was that Pry's a real fucking dumbass. Like, he no, really no. got so, himself captured. Yeah. Whereas Powers, even though he didn't kill himself, he did hold up to some pretty strong questioning. Yeah. Which I think is kind of, you know, the start of the movie. They, they go out of their way to establish that Abel is a spy, that, but we still have to represent him anyway. Right. So... It, I, I guess you could they could kind of be doing the same thing where it's like oh even though we know that Powers is really kind of a more admirable at least to me a more admirable person than Pryor mm-hmm. he still has to save both of them to, put, to make a point but yeah. I don't know it, it seemed to me like uh, Powers was worthy enough for rescuing I I, I was with it Yeah, I, I did like it I, it was enough for me Yeah, I, I would say it wasn't could there have been more establishing in Pryor yeah. to make his point uh, stronger. He, he I is think trying so. to get someone out of East Germany when he gets captured. He be, was, yeah. to be fair. He to was trying fair. to get his lady friend out. And, and her dad. Yes. Out of out Well, of I mean, her, da- her dad was kind of fucked because he went to work that day. Right. So he's like, well, I guess it's just you. <laughs> just, just you. Yeah. Uh, but he was trying, yeah. And uh, I won't call it. Like, I, I don't. Maybe because I'm the older guy and I'm looking at this kid going, like, I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not that mad at him. Um, but I think for me, the, those if that's the thematic answer and why they're trying to justify this inclusion of the plot yeah. as well, it's like, yeah, I'll go with it. Yeah, I'll go with it. Um, but it also seems like they, they we see a lot of prior right when he's first captured. Yeah, and then he just kind of goes away until he's rescued. Right. Same with Paris. Truthfully, the Paris yeah. kind of disappears. But Paris after at least what. has the interrogation scenes. That's true, and we do get those are kind of nice. Yeah, they're very tenseful, and yeah. it's it's like, huh? Just about I just went to sleep. Nope, nope. Tell us, flash of water. <laughs> do you also feel that in a way because you look at what they're doing to Paris, mm. it's very similar to what maybe America has been doing to some people in recent years. Uh, and, of course, the whole uh, making a point of giving a, a someone who is spot working against their country a trial, yeah. which is, again, something America doesn't really do anymore. Uh, do you think that was kind of all in there to be like, hey, America, remember when we were cool and the other guys were the bad guys? <laughs> yeah, I think that, I'm not going to lie, I think that's yeah. there. And I think I'm okay with pointing that out. Yeah, and I'm fine with that, too. I think, I think it maybe needs to be said to certain people. Yeah, uh, truth be told, uh, yeah, the, the Russians did were, were two steps away from twiddling their, their mustaches yeah. in the movie. <laughs> um, but that's Steven, sadly. That's the kind of guy, the director he is. And yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not letting that slide because of that. Yeah. But I'm just going, all right, hey, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> They're very, they're very bad, but <laughs> but it's also it it it, it kind of walks a weird line where it's like, so it it portrays the Russians as evil, which to be fair, I mean they had <laughs> gulags, they as, a, as an institution they were not they were not great guys, truthfully, <laughs> but it's hard to portray them as these as you say mustache twirling villains, mm-hmm. and also say well Abel is just the same as our guy. <laughs> it, it's hard it's hard to say that when we see who he's working for. It is it is, but I think they you can argue. It's that weird thing where it's like the government guys are terrible, but the yeah. men on the lower part of it, yeah, you know, they're 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 just asked to do yeah what they think is right for their country and, yeah. or forced to do what they think is right to do for their country. Yeah. Um, so that's why Abel is allowed to yeah to do uh, to, to you gain some sympathy for Abel yeah. because but of that's that. also why I I still kind of think the first half of this movie doesn't really fit with the second half of the movie. And that's kind of fair. I mean, like especially because Abel does sort of disappear yeah. in Act Two. Yeah. You know, it, it's so Abel focused in Act One. Yeah. Um, that he's, yeah, he's he's not as important to the rest of the story per se. Yeah. Um, uh, is there uh, the, the Vogel scene next? Uh, I think so. Okay, so we go talk to Vogel. Vogel, yeah, it's more tension shit here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Uh, is this where he, where he, the, the, with the car and then Tom Hanks gets arrested? It's a little bit later. Yeah. It's a little bit later. I think, if anything, it's... The rest of the movie is a lot of dealings, a lot of talkings in rooms, and a lot of, uh, if I do this, you do this type stuff. Um, but uh, we, we get to the point... I'll get to the point now where it's like, we will... Uh, I'll jump ahead and go to the point where, like, all right, so Hanks is back in the emissary, and it's like, all right, here's a deal. We will, yes, we will give you powers if you give us Abel. Yeah. Great. He does not talk about prior. Because they're making this big deal of that's that comp that's their that's their issue, not ours. And this is big fight and polygories is like fuck prior, rule fuck powers. That's their deal right now. So right now, Hanks is just is just concentrating on all right. Let's just get the the powers uh, able trade off clear. Yeah, they're gonna meet at a bridge, hence the title. (laughs) Um, He initially suggests checkpoint Charlie. Yeah, and they're like no too Too public too public. Yeah. No, we're going to do this on a bridge where it's quiet yeah. and then it's secluded. What time? 5.30 in the morning. Great. Let's do that. And uh, while there, he pours him some, uh, some, you know, some booze and he's, and he, you know, Hanks asks the, the gentleman he's, he's been taking the dealings with, like, out of complete curiosity, you don't have to answer this. What happens to Abel? Yeah. You don't have to answer this, but what happens to Abel? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, if Abel is a good man as you think he is, uh, he should be fine. Is there any proof you guys will believe that he's a good man? <laughs> we will see when he gets here. So already we... And I believe there actually is a little bit of mirroring here where he says, well, we, we, we make sure he's still our guy and not your guy. Yeah, which yeah. I like. Yeah. You know, it goes back to... In a way, he almost breaks his little thing because yeah. he does say, well, but my guy. Yeah. He's talking about Abel. Yeah. You know, <laughs> even earlier, earlier, where they are going like, like, what about Abel? What about my guy Abel? No, 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 no. Your guy is now powers yeah. right before all this shit happened. Yeah. So already he's creating kind of like... He's already creating the connection closer than he usually does. Yeah. So I will even argue they're not like best buddies. Yeah. But he's trying to make it. I don't know what. He still really. feels like it's his job to see Abel safely through this. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then it's the Vogel scene. Yeah. With the car. Ch- with the with well, the car. Vogel says, "Hey, yeah. dipshit! I agreed <laughs> to give you prior. Mm-hmm. You didn't say anything about powers. You didn't tell me you were you were double dealing on me. Yeah. So fuck you. It's off. Yeah. And in Domiston, they're gonna like." don't see how any of this is a negative to you (laughs) (laughs) but then but this is the tension with the two sides yeah he says listen the whole point is we we, you deal with east germany you don't yeah not just a soviet pet we're we're our own fucking place yeah um so then he he but he drives very fast essentially and gets (laughs) uh tom hanks thrown in jail for the night which is funny i was wondering like why are you driving so fast and it hits me with the cops like they're gonna see he's not him they're gonna see he's american they're gonna it's, it's enough to get him away yeah for at least a night yeah and there this would actually have to be before that he sets up the 530 deal because mm-hmm. the 530 deal he that's when he has the, that really oh, you're right. good scene with the intern whoever that guy is oh yeah there's the well because there's another kind of representative right yeah i forgot this so character. after after shit doesn't work out with vogel he gets mm-hmm. bumped up to a sort of higher east german representative yeah like they and there's a really funny scene concerning how he got the information about that yeah. concerning breakfast at the Hilton. I probably won't go into much detail, but it's really funny. That's a fun scene. He goes yeah. he goes to the Hilton where he's not supposed to be for again cover reasons. Yeah, he orders like five breakfasts <laughs> and then just sticks it with uh, with Hoffman. <laughs> coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I need coffee. <laughs> I think he literally only needed the coffee. And yeah, he just one head that's out. All. <laughs> so he's there. He's meeting uh, this other representative, and there's a sec- that guy also has an assistant and. He's like, okay, great. So the deal with uh, with Pryor, right? He's there talking about the positivity of bringing Pryor. Yeah. And then Don was like, and Powers? No. No, just Pryor. Yeah. <laughs> no, just Pryor. Yeah. So like, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> so then he gets a phone call. 
Mm-hmm. He says, I have to take this. You go wait outside. Mm-hmm. And then an hour later, the, 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 he's just left. He's, yeah. he's just left Tom Hanks waiting there. Yeah. So then Tom Hanks, he is, this is a great scene. He, yeah. The, the assistant guy is sort of walking away and says, eh, why, why don't you come here? Why don't you sit down for a second? <laughs> yeah, I was going to talk to him, but he's gone. I want to talk to somebody. Maybe I can talk to you. <laughs> and he, he basically he, he lays out an ultimatum where yeah. he says, we, we, you know, we want, we're, fuck, you know, fuck you. Give us the, give us the two <laughs> Just guys. give us the two guys. Yeah. Here's the deal. Ew, if shit happens bad, who do you think they're going to blame? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically, it's the very condensed, like, very yeah. sad version of this really good scene. Yeah. Um, but the kid kind of sits there and kind of takes it. He's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're a good kid. <laughs> saying, tell us, tell us your boss. And essentially, it's kind of like we know you don't want to just be seen as a Soviet pet, but really, do you want do you want the Soviets mad at you? <laughs> do you want them this mad at you for screwing this up? Just maybe think about that. And you know what? Why don't you go ahead and give me a call before the end of business? Because there's no point going to bed early to wake up at five thirty. This is not going to happen. Love that line. Yeah, that's such a good line. Like, yeah, listen, yeah, that's yeah, such a good line. Yeah. So now, uh, really excellently executed, like tension scene of just waiting for a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just Hoffman's pissed. He thinks Donovan's blown it. Yeah. Uh, Donovan's even starting to worry maybe a little because it is getting late. Mm-hmm. But then guess what? The phone rings. Mm-hmm. The deal is on. Yeah. We're gonna do Abel and Powers at the bridge, and we're gonna drop off uh, Prior at Checkpoint Charlie. Yeah. Just so the cameras can all see and he's sure when he looks like a good power player. Right. And then and it's like to be clear, yes, at the same time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that means they have to have somebody at checkpoint Charlie ensuring that that he's that uh, that prior is coming out, yeah. and then after so that way they know that like it's the same spot. But yes, the deal is yes, yes, you will get both men. Um, uh, Abel's already now on the plane. He's yeah. got he's got some, some something in his hand. Looks like yeah. a, clearly some sort of like painting canvas holding thing. Um, he's on his way there, and uh, yeah, no, let's just get to the end. Let's yeah. <laughs> so the trade is going on. Mm-hmm. Prior's not there though. Right, Powers there, Abel's there. Mm-hmm. Prior's not there. Yeah, and yeah, I, you know, everyone's like, you know, and here's this is when Abel realizes like, you're waiting for another guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, another another kid. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then so they're like, come on, Abel, let's go. I can wait. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's a cool bit of business too where I forgot he's after the in, in the beginning that in Act One. There's initially this this speech after the they had this another there's another scene with Donovan and and Abel where they're talking and. Donald was like just standing, and he's and Abel's describing about this guy he knew when he was a kid. Oh yeah, and basically kind of like oh, he's like oh this is a, this is a dude there's a guy I knew back then when I was younger, and I called him this you know this is there's a the Russian word for it, and but it means the standing man. He yeah. stood, he he took it, yeah. he fought for it. He did you know he but he kept standing. Yeah. I see that in you, and he was spared is the point. By he was spared, yeah. Whatever, yeah. So here it is uh, the the beach you know right there waiting for when Abel realizes that he's waiting there waiting for another kid at Checkpoint Charlie. Yeah. He looks at Tom Hanks again. He goes like, he basically says that the standing. He's like, no, the standing man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and that's what he decided. I could wait. <laughs> um, I've done a bit of business too, where while they're waiting, he's asking like, what happens to you when you get over there? He's yeah. talking to Abel, and Abel's like, well, if you you see me push the in the car, then I guess it's not good. This is what you look, and you see if they <laughs> hug me. Yeah, that's good. It's good. If they just show me the back seat. Maybe not so. Good. Maybe not so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't look worried. That help? Yeah. <laughs> Classic catchphrase. <laughs> um, so yeah, now we're wondering like who's 
who's gonna fuck up? Yeah. You know, there there are snipers on both sides of the yeah. bridge. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty solid moment too. Where he's like, they have snipers. Did you know they'd have snipers? Like, yeah, we knew. Yeah. How'd you know? Well, because we also have snipers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Finally, some lights come up on Checkpoint Charlie. Yeah. Cars revving up. You see Vogel, but yeah, that doesn't mean you. Doesn't necessarily mean priors with him. Yeah. But we know Vogel's been a slippery shit so far. <laughs> he, could, he could just be showing up to dole out some middle fingers. Um, <laughs> Hello there. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yes, I have priorities right in my pocket. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm good. This is what we call the crank up <laughs> yeah. and the crank down. <laughs> um, but thankfully, fucker brought prior. Yeah. <laughs> brought prior. Prior secured. Mm-hmm. We got the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. The trade happens. Yep. Powers back. Jesse Plemons is there to identify Powers. <laughs> uh, they they hug. They hug. Powers gets the embrace. Mm-hmm. But you know who does not get the embrace? Abel. Abel. Guess where Abel goes? Backseat. Mm-hmm. And 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 Donovan's seeing that right in front of him. Yeah. He he knows. Like, like oh. whoop. He's <laughs> <laughs> like either he dies or something worse. Yeah. Um. The real Abel, though. <laughs> yeah, I just looked it up. Uh, Actually didn't uh, die. Well, he uh, did die, but of lung cancer. But not... Much later. Yeah. But not much later, he died in... Nine, looks like we're looking him up right now. Yeah. He actually didn't die, like, immediately after the event. They didn't execute him. Yeah. He died of lung cancer in 1971. Yeah. So he actually was able to live a further life. He made it a little while. Yeah. A little while. Um, so, no, uh, Hanks is... Uh, Hanks won? It's <laughs> yeah. actually a really good scene where they're in the plane, and power. He, Hanks is sitting next to Powers. And, you know, everyone else is not talking to him. Yeah, they're not happy with Powers. <laughs> they're not happy with Powers. And, yeah. and he's sitting there going, like, I, I, but I, I didn't say anything, guys. Like, who do, thank you. Who do, I, who do I thank? And he's, he's looking at, uh, at Donovan, and he's like, I, but I didn't say anything. Yeah. And Donovan's like, listen, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know that. It's all that matters. It's all that matters, yeah. you know. It's, it's oh, gonna... he, uh, Donovan has given him a gift from Abel yeah. as well, Yes. which he opens up in the, on the plane, and it is a portrait of him yeah very nice portrait of yeah. him yeah um don't know what happens to prior i'm sure he's all right so <laughs> we fly back home he became a professor i believe was in the afterworld yeah that's right yeah um so he he, he flies back home and uh, yeah he's checks in on his family and actually one of the things i kind of like about the, the checking in with his family scene is that the family realizes in the news because he obviously didn't tell them yeah he thought he, he was going fishing he's gone he's gone fishing yeah. uh they find out in the news that actually it's him is the reason why he, because of him they did he does this massive crazy super dangerous yeah. uh deal with the uh, in, in germany and his wife like kind of looks in checks on him and Here's the truth about me feeling tension filled for the rest of the movie. I was, I just kept worrying. Is someone gonna shoot him now? Is this how these usually these fucking movies end? Yeah. But I actually kind of like that. Like, as she goes upstairs to check on him, he is dead. Just sleep. passed out. Sleeping. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's a very humanizing moment. That guy's been sick. That guy's been tired. He's been sleeping in a shitty hotel room, in fucking cold. And that man just needed to be in his bed at his home. <laughs> he did stop at the local store to get her some marmalade, though. We learned in the assumption that she, he was in London. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So the next scene is, I believe, the train scene. Yeah. Um. Uh, and yeah, and this is where I'm with you on this. Like. Yeah. The train scene in which the same woman who was giving him dirty looks now looks at him and goes, hey, man, sorry. Basically, verbally, the non-verbally yeah. through her eyes, go, hey, man, sorry about cool. that. <laughs> yeah. We cool now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, thank God. And, and which, there's another bit of mirroring, too, where he mm-hmm. looks out and he sees some kids scrambling over a fence, yeah. which is sort of just visually similar to when he saw some people 
getting shot going over the Berlin Wall. Oh, yeah, that's actually a really good sequence. I, t- I forgot to mention that. That's yeah. Yeah, this first sequence again, but I also feel like the mirroring here is a little cheesy. It's a little, yeah, this is... This is saccharine Spielberg. <laughs> it's not as heavy as... Yeah, that sweet tooth. It's, man, it's, you gotta go to the dentist, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Fill out those cavities. But um, but no, I mean, it's not as bad here as it is in other and even more popular Spielberg oh, sure. movies. Yeah. But this is definitely... Uh, those are moments where I didn't need that. Yeah. Like, just... Yeah. I'm, I'm good, man. Just We're okay. <laughs> him being on the train. At least no one looking at him is fine. Yeah. That's That's... That's Donovan winning. I'm yeah. good. You know? <laughs> um, and we find some really cool information about... Actually, one of the coolest information I thought was, you know, after we find out what happened to each character, uh, finding out that Donovan is a badass yeah. Yeah, yeah. and got, like, 9,000 people out yeah. of the Bay of Pigs situation. Yeah. It, was like, it, was some, it was like he was supposed to get 900 out, but actually mm-hmm. he got, like, a couple thousand out. Yeah. yeah. Fucking... I, that was like... Uh, okay, as a kid, I did a... In high school, I did a thing on uh, on the Bay of Pigs. Yeah. So I actually know quite a bit about it, but I totally forgot. Like, oh, yeah, they did do this trade. Yeah. Realizing Donovan did that. Yeah. Fuck! I won't say, even, like, reading that in the act where I was like, oh, that might have been a better movie than this one. <laughs> well... Hey, British Spies does well. There is a sequel. <laughs> Everything's a franchise. Yeah, boat of. Spies. I hear. I hear they did another Mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final thoughts. Um, I overall really liked it. Yeah. Um, I I understand and see where you're saying. What it feels like two films, but I actually enjoyed both films. Yeah. Basically, I I, I it it could have for me it could have been far heavier. Yeah. Uh, in a negative way, but I kind of got the right amount I want out of it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like I said, Kill the Mockingbird is one of my favorite movies of all time, and yeah. I basically got a, another. And it's not a pastiche. I want to be clear on that. It's not a pastiche Kill the Mockingbird, but it's yeah. definitely uh, it, it. It scratches the same itch. itch that I like about that movie, and it adds more to it. So I, I overall, yeah, no, I really, I really dug the Bridge Spies. Yeah. I, I mean, I like I said, I did, I did think it felt like two movies. I didn't dislike either movie though. I thought, I thought they were both solid, if, mm-hmm. if not exceptional. Sure. Uh, with some, with some really great moments. I think it was interesting to see how the Coens and Spielberg kind of collaborate together. Yeah. And that I feel like they kind of have clashing ideologies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a, a lot of people, I think, kind of think of the Coen Brothers movies as cynical, which I disagree with. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're more just sort of existential, and and they can kind of come down on optimism or cynicism depending right. on the movie right. but I think the key thing is that they're kind of anti-sentimental right. their, their whole yeah. bit is that really nothing matters it's just what you make of it that's I think why it's spoilers for the big last that's why Donnie dies because the, the point is like we, we don't care about anything anything can happen <laughs> but at the end of the day as the stranger says it's a hell of a good story it made me laugh to beat the band <laughs> like that's that's kind of Cohen's thing is that they're not sentimental yeah. and as we've discovered on this thing Spielberg is super Spielberg is. is very sentimental yeah. so I think that kind of clash was interesting yeah. and uh, I think uh, at various times this movie both worked and did not work um, I realized I didn't even really say much about Hanks himself. I think this is a great use of Tom, in my opinion. Um, I, I, I'm going to say something again back right, to that controversy. I know. I'm waiting this for it. might be, uh, despite all I've said, this mm-hmm. might be my favorite Tom Hanks performance in a Spielberg movie. Do you know what? <laughs> That's not bad. That's actually not a bad statement. I, he, this is a very fantastic. This is a great use of him. Yeah. This is at his most Jimmy Stewartiest, and yeah. I actually really like that. It, it's it's, a, it's either Tom Hanks or no one, I guess, for yeah. this kind of role. <laughs> like I can't imagine anyone else who could have done this part in the same manner that would have I would have bought it bought it that Tom brought. So no, I think this is a fantastic use of Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah, I get why they want. Hey, let's do this one. <laughs> Sounds good, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, plugs. Yes. Uh, once again. <laughs> 
you haven't figured it out yet, I write for a website called agentsofguard.com. Um, I write there once a week, usually every Monday, where I write uh, movies that are coming out this coming week, of the coming week that Friday, talk about the ones I'm looking forward to or the ones I have the most interest in. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm always on. I'm on Twitter quite a bit, <laughs> at Justin Keys on. Um, uh, nothing else big coming up. I My comic, again, still in the works. I'm working on that with the, my pal, Victor Kamba. Um, it, that should be again, keep following me on Twitter and you will find out more information about the Updates online comic coming soon coming soon it'll be free can't beat that price so I mean I guess if, if, some, if there was someone who had a comment they were paying people to read uh yeah <laughs> you know, I feel safe to say that, that there's no comic like that out there <laughs> no I, I think that's true I think you're absolutely correct yeah. uh, Matt go to benvnetwork.com check out all the great shows on there shows like uh, Popsicles Shut Up Leonard Matt and Breno's Wrestling Show and Pick Your Path Pick Your Path is the big push thing because it takes a little explaining. <laughs> and that is a choose-your-own-adventure style of scripted audio adventure situation podcast uh, where it's got chapters that allow you to make choices that determine the direction of the story. It's a lot of fun. It's called Pick Your Path, BenViewNetwork.com. They're all up on there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's D-R Matt Benson. You can follow this show on Twitter at, uh, at BenOnSteve. Uh, and you can, uh, you, can, you, can, you can write us an email. At Benview uh, uh, on Spiel, I forgot the name of the show. Holy crap! <laughs> Benview on Spielberg at gmail.com is the email address you can use. <laughs> uh, you can also do things to us on iTunes that are very helpful, like writer, 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 when we will actually be talking about the color purple, <laughs> which is what we teased at the end of our last episode. And we are liars, apparently. Yep. So, next month. You can't trust anything we say. <laughs> it's, well, that's what, that's what, you know, we're like spies that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, see you next month. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite. Unite! This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.